Welcome to Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store Soho in New York. Please welcome this evening's moderator, entertainment editor of Business Insider, Jason Garasio. Hey, how's everybody? Uh, welcome. Uh, it's nice out and you decided to show up, so that's cool. We got that going for us. Um, uh, you're here to see me talk to the great Sam Rockwell about his new film, Dom Verdine, uh, which is by Jared Hess who, um, if you guys remember a little film called Napoleon Dynamite, he directed that. Um, this, this movie is uh, kind of different. So Napoleon Dynamite was different, but this movie is very different. And Sam is great in it. And um, uh, you guys don't want to listen to me. You want to hear Sam. So we're going to do the trailer. Let's do the trailer, and then we'll bring Sam out. Biblical archaeologist Don Verdeen has received worldwide acclaim for his incredible discoveries in the Holy Land. Don's discoveries have touched the lives of millions, confirming the miraculous narratives found in the Bible. We're standing in the very creek bed where David fought Goliath. If I'm David, I'm going to get one chance for a kill shot right between the eyes. You hit that in the uterus, Don. I am so sorry, Carol. Don, church attendance has been on a massive decline. Satan can get you to start your day off wrong. And he's going to do it through breakfast cereal. Great nuts. Nuts. Testicles. Nice try, Satan. What I'm proposing is that we bring more artifacts here. It would be like a holy land in the good old U.S. of A. Where it should be. Not over there. I believe I have a lead on the location of Goliath's skull. Don, I'm going to get you to Israel. It's illegal to dig up. We need that skull. Ah! You know, in life, sometimes untruths are necessary for the greater good. Lord, have mercy. Your grave robbing clean. I should appoint you right now. I'm sure there's something we can work out. I want a wife done. She has to be gentle, sweet, and hot like a stripper. Ladies and gentlemen, Goliath's skull. Congratulations, your ministry is almost relevant again. I want you to find everyone involved and put a dead dog in each one of their cars. We're front page news. Everybody wants a piece of us. Wow, you're like grand. We need something big. The holy grail of artifacts. And what might that be? The holy grail. How the heck are we gonna find that? How am I supposed to know? Produce it from the anus. There are countless souls whose very salvation is at stake here. I got a jumble of thoughts just going on like there's a fog, like Lucifer has farted inside my brain. <laughs> what Al-Qaeda would want with the skull of a Philistine, I have no idea. They're possibly cloning an army of giant Al-Qaeda guys. Uh... I should also say that um, Don Verdine is coming out this Friday in theaters, iTunes, uh, VOD, everything. So give it up for Mr. Sam Rockwell. Um, hey, hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, so, so thank you for being here. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I guess a, a good place to start is... Um, you were in Jared, Jared's um, previous film. Uh, what, what is it about his comedy that, that you dig that 
you that you connect with with him? You know, he's just really he's really uh, an exciting filmmaker because he's he's just he's very um, I don't know. There's something really inspirational about Jared's vibe. You know, he's very tall, very handsome guy, very charismatic, and he can do all the voices in Napoleon Dynamite. By the way, like perfectly, and and so. He can do, like he, when I did Gentleman Bronco with him, he did some of the voices. And he didn't do Bronco's, but he did Brutus's voice. And he did it, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm just going to do that, right. you know. And um, so he's really, he's really smart. And is Don's voice, is that Don, him? Don was a little more involved. I had a dialect coach and uh, Liz Hemmelstein, she helped Jermaine as well with the dialect, but that was a little more specific. We had to kind of pin that down a little bit, yeah. Do, do you, though, say, I'm thinking this guy's got a big crazy beard, or is this all Jared, and then you just go along for the ride? Yeah, I, I kind of went along for the ride. I mean, I, I, I put a lot into the character, but, you know, Jared wanted the, the hair and the, and the glasses and the outfit and the kind of... He wanted this kind of Texas Walker Ranger hair or something, and uh, you know he put he he puts the look together for sure, and then I just do the acting, you know. That's what you're there for. It's all right. Um, so so there are biblical archaeologists, yes. Yeah, yeah, there are. They exist. That's right. And so do you, it's true. They really are. So we're. Did you go into heavy research? Did you try I, to see? I googled these a couple out? of guys, and um, and some of them are like more genuine, and some of them are are just con artists, and some of them are just crazy, you know. And Don's a little bit of everything. Right. So, so you took a little bit of yeah what you saw with each. Yeah, and yeah. And I actually I watched The Apostle a couple of times. Really. With Duvall, that was really kind of helpful for me. Yeah. And then I've, I've done a lot of... I played a born-again Christian in a movie called Snow Angels, and I did Last Days of Judas Iscariot, and I played Judas. And there's a priest, a Jesuit priest named Jim Martin that helped me uh, really kind of spoon-feed me a, a New Testament tutorial, you know, when I played Judas and then initially, and then, and then I went to some services with Jim um, <clears throat> and for Snow Angels. And so... He actually helped me with some, some of the references on this one, just so I know what I was talking about. Because I didn't really grow up religious, but um, so uh, he was really helpful, yeah. I mean, was it fun playing, I, I don't, I don't want to give a lot away, but is it, is it, was it fun playing a guy that is conflicted? I mean, was, was that one of the interesting yeah. parts? Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, it's a great character. I mean, not unlike the Apostle, or, but it's also like, you know, it's like Steve Martin's The Jerk or Clouseau, you know, it's like, he's an idiot, you know what I mean? He's like, a, he's a jackass, but it's fun to watch him kind of stumble through life. And Jermaine is the biggest jackass, you know, his character is hilarious. He, uh, he's like Borat meets Clouseau meets, uh, I don't know what, you know. And it, it, it builds and builds, which is great, um, his character, but also the yeah. relationship that you two have. Yeah. So, um, did you guys stay on page most of the time, or would because you guys have yeah. a lot of scenes together? Did you guys oh, riff a lot? It was really tough sometimes to keep a straight face with Jermaine, you know, as well as Danny and, and Will Forte and Leslie Bibb. But like, you know, it was, you know, Jermaine. I think he kind of steals the movie. I think he's really amazing. 
He is. He's he is really something. Yeah. yeah. His outfits are incredible. His yarmulkes and it's priceless. So I think this is a good time to run our clip because yes, yes, he's, yes. He, both of you guys are yeah, great he's in this really one. Uh, so let's let's roll that. I mean, this could be the find of the century. I mean, we're talking about Lot's wife here. There are a lot of rocks out there, Don. They all look the same. How do I know which one is the one? Well, it can't be that hard. We need the one with the breasts. Oh, the breasts. Okay, that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's one big white rock, and it has breasts on it. All right. Chill out, Sababa. It's cool. No, it's not cool, okay? Get the Marines. Get the Taliban. Get the Mormon Tabernacle Choir if you have to, but find the Pillar of Salt. So is that all your hair, all your beard, or let's, let's, <laughs> let's my talk beard. to real questions here. That's, that's a wig, and I have a real beard. That's my real beard, yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Um, I had a fake beard on Gentleman Broncos and a wig, and, the, and I said to Jared, I said, listen, man, I can't do the fake beard again, because it's, you, you can't, you can't smile, you can't, you get food in it, you get, and they are, somebody's always fixing it, putting the glue back on, and then we had, we were in Salt Lake, and there were all these gnats. Do you know what gnats are? These little bugs, you know? And they were like attacking our faces and getting in my beard, my fake beard, and it was like a nightmare. So uh, I said, no fake beard. Let me grow a real beard this time, and we'll, maybe we'll do it, you know. So we tried some wigs, and yeah. Nice. So I want to jump around a little bit, too, because you are very busy right now. You are on Broadway yeah. right now, Fool for Love, which, um, I mean, for, for the people I know, it's a Sam, Sam Shepard play. I think, Ed, Ed, was it Ed O'Neill that originated the, the role? Ed Harris. Ed, uh, sorry, Ed, Ed Harris. Harris and Kathy Baker did it. It was written for Ed Harris and, uh, 30 years ago, and uh, he was, uh, yeah, I heard he was really amazing. Did does Sam have any old stories with Ed? Or, or, well, yeah, or? I mean, you know, he used to do. I used to do the splits. He did a backflip off the wall. He would jump up on the wall and do a backflip, and he was pretty good roper, I think. You know, and um, I don't know if he ro he roped the chair. I don't know if he roped Kathy Baker, but he roped. Uh, he did a lot of. He did. I think he was a pretty good roper. He's a pretty solid cowboy for an actor are you good with your roping skills in this? i've gotten very i've gotten a lot better than i was last year when we did the play initially in williamstown yeah and wh what do you get out of doing a stage play that is different than you know doing a film i think it's it's really like a gymnasium for for an actor you know to work out and kind of you're you know the movie venue the movie uh, arena is really it's a director's medium, you know, or an editor's medium. It's not really the actor's mediums so much. And, and, and whereas the stage is more of an actor's medium, I think. And you get to work out, you know, it's, it's much more challenging. You know, you're doing the whole movie every night, you know. Is, I mean, does it get to a certain point in the year where you're like getting the itch where you're going, all right, for next year, we got to find something for a state. I mean, does it, does it yeah, get like that for you? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's surprising how a couple years will go by, you know, five years, and you're like, I haven't done a play, and I better go do one soon, you know, because if you wait too long, you get too nervous, and it's, uh, you got to get up there as often as you can, you know, it's, it's important. And with just the realm of when you do do films, they're independent films, they're very, for the most part, low budget for the most part, but... 
there, there is, can you bring a lot to that than say when you do a studio film? Is, is, is there some kind of release that you get doing an independent film versus yeah, if I you're think, cast for an, I think independent studio? films, when you do a lead role like Don Verdine or, or whatever, I think you, it's, an, it's a microcosm. So it's, the thing about a, a, a bigger budget film is it takes longer, you know? And so you're, you know, you're like waiting around a lot. So the, the thing with low budget movies is you, it's, you really, you shoot it fast. And so creatively it's very satisfying, you know? Because uh, you're acting more. You know, and you're not waiting around. And for for a film like this, where you are the lead, are you are you worried? Are you I'm not worried, but curious about it post? Do you want to see some? No, some not kind of really. I, I like to leave everybody alone, and you know, I might have some ideas about music or something, but I you know, I don't really. Nah, I just leave let them do their thing. Yeah, stay out of it. Gotcha. Uh, well, I want to, again, change it super quick because you were also on an episode of Drunk History. Oh, yeah, man. As uh, Bugsy Siegel, which was fantastic. I've always, I've always heard the stories of the people who tell the stories, you know, are they drunk, are they not drunk? But I don't really get to hear the stories of the actors yeah. who are doing it. So yeah. give us a little take of... Because well, for you, yours, that guy was smashed, by the way. He was So I don't smashed. even know how you did yeah. it because yeah. most of it was just mumbling. So... Um, yeah. Uh, what, what, how does it's that on work? a loudspeaker. It's on a loud. They put it on a loudspeaker and they put it on a loop, so you can kind of memorize it. And then so it was me, Ben Schwartz, and Dennis Quaid, and some uh, some other great actors. And we were, you know, uh, we would just, you know, lip sync it. You know. And if I were to do it again, I think I would be more off book. I would try to memorize it more. But. It, um, it was challenging. It was really fun, though. It was really I love that show. You know? so, so most of it is on the day. Yeah, most of it's on the day, and you kind of you kind of just do it, and you just go, you just do it over and over again until you get it right, you know. But uh, if I were to do it again, I might try to get more familiar. But it, it's it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. You were that, that's yeah. a great show, but you yeah. were you were very Thanks. funny in that one. Um, so we're gonna do questions in a little bit, but. Um, just you've been in so much. I'm I'm just curious. If, is there one role of yours that really stands out? The one that you were extremely there's, proud of? There's a couple. I think there's like five or six uh, that I'm really partial to because uh, for whatever reason. I mean, you know. So I, I don't know, I, I, you know, you don't want to leave anything out. I mean, this, this one's pretty damn good, but I, you know, Moon, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, um, c Conviction, I'm partial to, Safe Men, Snow Angels, uh, Choke, you know, I like, I like those ones. You know? Choke, Choke didn't get his due, by the way, yeah, if, if I, I like can Choke. throw in I think it's my really, two cents on that. But yeah, are those just, because a lot of those are conflicted characters. A lot of those yeah. are guys with a lot Seven of layers. psychopaths, you know, yeah. Martin McDonough, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's one that I'm really, nice. I'm really happy, I, love, I really love that. I'm, I'm going to work with him again. Yeah, he's awesome. And what's going forward is, what, what's, how much do you have left with the play? I got a week left. And I'm supposed to do a movie called Three Billboards in April with Martin and Francis McDormand. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Doing a, an animated movie called Adventures of Drunky. That sounds Comedy fantastic. Central. Yeah. See, animated must be great because there's no hair and makeup. You just show up and, and you just do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a great gig. Yeah, Jeffrey Tamborm's doing it and uh, Steve Coogan, Nina Arianda. 
Yeah. That sounds like fun. Um, I hope you guys have questions. He's, he's here. The man's here. So, uh, hi. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks um, for having me. Um, when, <laughs> when you were in, um, in Moon, you were like isolated. Did you do any sort of like method type preparation for that? Like isolating yourself or? You know, uh, no, you know, I was already isolated because we shot it in London and my girlfriend was in America. So it was, and in fact, Duncan's was in a long distance relationship at the time as well, the director. And, and so we really, uh, drew from that a little bit because I was far away from my, my loved one. And so, you know, you can be isolated. I, in fact, I think I went to a film festival in Greece and I stayed a little too long and I got a little depressed. And I remember reading the script and, um, you know, it wasn't like the nice part of Greece, you know, but um, anyway, you can, you can get, you can, you can, it's interesting how you can get lonely uh, just being in, you know, Toronto or something. You know what I mean? It, you don't know anybody and uh, you're isolated. I think it's very easy to be, if you're away from your friends and, you know, if you're lucky to have good friends. I have very good friends, but like, it's like, so I think that's something to cling to and, you know, and, and well, we can all relate to that, you know. Hi, um, hey. one, why are you so underrated all the time? I don't know. <laughs> and Gosh darn it. Usually you're the most like expressive one in a comedy that you're in, but in this one it seems like you're more the understated one and everyone yeah. else no, is that's doing true. the more. I'm kind of a straight man and, and, some, and a lot of the film, yeah, that's true. How do you reel in that comedy side of you that you usually express? Well, you got to serve the scene. You know, you got to serve the movie and you got to serve the scene you're in. And, and, and so I do, I, I mean, I have a lot of funny stuff that I do in this, but I, I set up a lot of people to be funny, like especially Jermaine, you know. Jermaine really, you know, knocks it out of the park. And I'm trying to think of a good example, but I mean, you know, some of the great. There's always a straight man, you know. Yeah. But it's a fun straight man, yeah. You guys are very Abbott and Costello-y. Yeah, thing yeah, here. I guess I'm Abbott. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I'm Abbott. But 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 that is true, is you are usually the life of the party guy, the you know, that's usually your MO most of the time when you're cast. So is is it fun being the kind of mellow yeah, guy in this one? Definitely. I mean I I really took a uh, I really took a dramatic approach to Don, you know, so even though I have the funny glasses and the wig and the thing but you know it's um i really think he's got a dramatic through line in the film you know hey sam hey what's going on i'm sarah um hey. so i saw fool for love and i thought it was oh, great right on. your lassoing skills are ridiculous hey thanks that thanks was a lot. the most thanks. impressive part for me but uh so i'm an actor and uh it can be really discouraging you know trying to get into the film business and all that so what's the best advice that you've ever received that's my question um i think you know if you can well you know if you take i don't know if you you've studied or you're taking a class but if you're i think the study is very important i studied meisner and then for two years and then and then after i think you know, stay in touch with the students and do like readings of stuff. You know, I started doing readings and I got involved. My friend who I studied with, Yul Vasquez, got me involved with the Labyrinth Theater Company and then I 
So we, you know, we'd read plays all the time, you know. Do you know together. David Deblinger? I know David very yeah, well, I yeah. I took a class with him, like, yeah. a month ago. David's awesome. Yeah, yeah. he used to run the improv uh, stuff every, every, cool. every week. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. That, yeah. Hi, Sam. How's hey. it going? How's it going? Jay, nice hey, to meet man. you. Hey, man. Um, I you dressed up all nice actually. for you. Yeah, I did. Hey, man. It's it just good. for you. Uh, I like it. Hope I like you like it. it. Tie clip and everything. I like uh, it. I was just wondering, actually. Um, so, you know, everyone makes a fantastic and deserved big deal about your dance moves. And I was just wondering <laughs> where that knowledge base comes from. You know, is it just all from improvising or is it just choreographed? I, just, I think uh, I just kind of, it was a way to meet girls when I was a kid. Really, it I was, always when is, I was in right? middle school, and the crew I hung out with was kind of, they liked to, you know, move a little bit. Yeah. It was worth it, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> right, man. Thank Thanks a lot. Are you looking for a role like Confessions of a Dangerous Mind again, where you are really... Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, you know... Whether it be a, a fiction character or based on someone, because that guy yeah. was really yeah, larger I mean, that's than a life. great role. I, I mean, that's a great role, you know. I mean, you know. That was an amazing experience. Yeah, I'd love to do something like that. Hey, Sam. Hey, how you doing? Good. Uh, like her, I saw you in Food for Love as well. Oh, right on. And I thought you were brilliant. Thanks, um, man. Yeah, I, I'm curious to know, do you have any intentions on writing your own material or directing or... Uh, no, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not really, I can't, I'm not really good at focusing on that kind of stuff. But really? I, I, I wish I was, you know, I wish I was, yeah. I, it's I, a lot of multitasking when you're a director, but um, maybe maybe write something someday. I don't I don't know. I like to talk to actors. You know, I, th I think I could direct an actor, but there's so many other aspects to directing a film than just talking to actors. You know, there's a lot to it. You know, so yeah. Thank you. Hello. Hi. Um, my name is Claire. Hi. And um, my question is, if there was a biopic about your life. Who would you want to play you? Uh, Polly Shore. No, I don't know. Um, I think maybe Ben Schwartz, because he would it would make me laugh my tits off. I think it would be really funny. Uh, or somebody like that, like somebody like you know Jack Black or somebody like that. You know, I think it'd be really funny. Like just send it up. You know, just do it. Well, Sam, thanks so much. Guys, thanks for coming out. Thanks, See thanks Don a lot. Verdeen, theaters, internet, all that good stuff. Thanks, thanks a lot.